Hi, friend. Welcome to the Hi, Friend Podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Kaylee. And we're best friends navigating our relationships, careers, and anti-aging products in the safe space of just us. And the entire internet. We're single Christian girls who don't shy away from honest and ridiculous conversations about everything from sex to culture's expectations to overeager mothers to being mindful of living paraben-free lifestyles. We support, celebrate, and cheer one another on and laugh at ourselves through it all. Well, hello. Hello, friends. And good morning. This is a new time for us to record. I don't think we've done one this early. Not that it's that early. Nope. But... <laughs> 11 o'clock on a Saturday. But I still don't think we've done it this time. No. Before. And it's fun. Yeah. We really switched it up. I feel like we did like mm-hmm. evenings in the beginning, and then we've done midday, but I kind of like this. Yeah. Get our day started. A smoothie. Very productive. I already went on a hike this morning. Yeah, that's nice. I slept in, but that was my goal, so I don't feel bad about it. As you should. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like there's literally never any days to sleep in anymore, so I've been really needing it this week, and it was good. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Looks very, um, like, even just that you're having a smoothie right now, it feels very, like, healthy and glowy. Thank you. I feel very wholesome. Yeah. (laughs) Like, in our workout clothes. I I don't know if I feel like I'm radiating, but I just feel... Also... I haven't been drinking this week, and that feels really nice, too. It feels yeah. like my body is cleansed a little bit. Mm. It makes my sleep better. Oh, look at Kitty. <laughs> Majestic Kitty is watching over us from my bed. On her throne. Yeah. She's perched. Mm-hmm. While we sit on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Where we belong in her kingdom. So good. Uh, so, oh, the question we were oh, before yeah. we got into today. Mm-hmm. So, someone emailed mm-hmm. or Facebook messaged us and what was the emailed. question well it's someone who was saying that they related to or those about like our mom episode I think yeah. and I think we've mentioned that we both live <clears throat> away from our parents and that that can be challenging or I don't know how much we went into it but she had mentioned that um she lives away like she, she moved away from her family and is feeling they mm-hmm. give her like a lot of guilt kind of for it of, and yeah she's I think she moved for like a job and is doing what she wants to do and but like the sort of like a guilt trip and asking if we've ever dealt with that and if so, like how or what has affected us. So yeah. Have you experienced that? Oh yeah. <laughs> so my parents and brothers um, who are married and with children all live in Texas and my pretty close to each other, except my older brothers in a different part of Texas uh, or oldest I have three older brothers. So, um, yeah, there is a strong, um, (laughs) although they, they support and like understand what I'm doing. It is like an active prayer request, um, of theirs and topic of conversation at times, especially Mm -hmm. when I'm out there or even like in terms of when I tell them, like I'm, if I'm interested in someone, I'd be like, oh, would they ever be interested yeah. in moving to Texas? Or like, what are their feelings about Texas? Or um, if they it's like, do they love Jesus? Yeah. What do they do for work? And would they, they be would. willing to relocate? <laughs> Top three and like, or like, their dream would be that I like m- meet someone there and would be there. Um, or even coming there with on my own now, but they also know given where I am career-wise and building out my own thing, it's 
it would just be a hard place. So they're mm-hmm. supportive of where I am, but there is definite, like, not, I don't know if it's a guilt trip. I wouldn't say it's a guilt trip, but there is a heavy, like, encouragement mm-hmm. to move and how much, how great it would be and what life would be like and what I wouldn't miss out on. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So, yes, I do relate. And I think mm-hmm. in that, I realized that often we'll just, like, we, not to say I will never move um, anywhere, because that's not the case. That's not how I feel. Um, but I haven't felt like that is the place for me to be moving, mm-hmm. at least now. And I realized there will never be a perfect place for me to live. Like, as long as my family lives there and I'm living somewhere else, and there's just, there never will be a perfect spot. Like there will always be, that will always be a place of tension or of sadness of not getting to have that next to me. And also things there that I'm like, I don't necessarily even know if I want to live there. And so, yeah, I feel you. I don't really know. It's the worst. It's It's, it's so hard. Yeah. And that's why I'm so grateful that I have friends like you and other people who are in the same boat and like Brie because it truly does feel like there's just no solution for it. And it's, yeah. it can be so painful. And my situation is similar. I think when my family all decided to live up there together and stay up there instead of moving back down here, my family's in Oregon. Um, it was so painful for me because I knew immediately like that was not where I wanted to live. And I think at first their thoughts were like, Oh, Sarah will now eventually move up here because we all do. And so it took, a lot of conversations and like kind of some tense, stressful conversations of like them joking around about it. Like my brother and sister-in-law of like, we're going to get you to move up here eventually. And I'd be like, absolutely not. Like, and now they know, like, Mm -hmm. but it's like, that makes it hurts to say that Mm -hmm. because I wish it wasn't the case. Like I wish it was the fun thing we could plan for or other way around. Like we, I would love for them to all move down here and that's just not Mm going to happen. They don't want to live here. Just like, I don't want to live there. And so it's, yeah, we always, well, I would say this is my cousin who lives in San Luis Obispo, which isn't that far, but we're always just like, it's just got to be like, we can't wait for heaven. Because yeah, we'll all get to be together. We all get to be together. We'll live on the same street, which is my dream to like live, mm-hmm. not on the same street, but like. Live near each other. Yeah, to have a, it just yeah. as you get older, you realize like how much your family means to you, but you're also set in your ways and you know, whether it's you've been building a career or you're going after a goal or you've got a community of friends, like. And thankful. I'm not willing to sacrifice those things yeah. right now. And I think if you are living apart from family, like, I'm so thankful to have a strong community. That would be really hard mm-hmm. to leave. And so as much as, and we talked about this with my family, like, they are such a big part of, I mean, they mean the world to me. And I would, I, it's hard on what I miss out on being away from them. Mm-hmm. But there's also, like, how much, like, what would my life, would I, but I also have a life if I yeah. move there rather than only my, not to say only. Um, and yes, I still have some friends there and I built community there, but there's just other factors. But it is hard because it you do think about what are priorities and where I live and um, and wanting to be there for things and not being there. So it's, it's hard. I don't think there's an easy answer yeah. to that. And I don't think I I would not say I would never move there, mm-hmm. I, but yes, it's a hard thing sometimes to balance, especially if you go home for yeah holidays and like 
things that come up. But I think the key is just kind of communicating in a gentle way, way, just being like, I love you guys. This has nothing, this is no reflection of not wanting to live by you. But like, you have to understand, like, like we've had to have conversations and my family gets me enough to mm-hmm. know like why I don't want to live there and why Bend is not like my personality mm-hmm. really doesn't fit my personality. Um, so knowing is like, it's not personal on either side, but like, I need you guys to please not like push me or pressure me. Cause it just makes it harder for me. Mm-hmm. And then like them hearing that and being like, okay, and stopping kind of the jokes even like, it's just because it's, yeah, it's not funny. It's, it sucks. <laughs> I mean, yeah. no, like we can, do, we can yeah. laugh about it a little bit. Like the whole, like they want me to meet yeah. their plan is that I'll somehow meet a guy that lives there. And then I'll be like, Oh yeah, that's all that ma- now I just like I'll live wherever he lives which happens to be where my family lives but I'm like no yeah that's not gonna happen because uh, yeah, if, if I meet a guy and he wants to live in Ben then he's not the right guy for me <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, kidding. just kidding oh sorry um yeah and to be honest like it doesn't my, the way my family handles it doesn't totally bother me yeah um, same. so well it's gotten better it did but it's gotten better yeah so anyway, okay. well, that's yeah. that. Thanks for, um, yeah, we love yeah, questions we love or topic ideas. Um, yeah. Um, and speaking of parents, oh, my, yeah, you should. my mom had mentioned to me one time that um, if there's ever an episode that she feels like, or that we feel like we might not want them to listen to, that we can put a disclaimer at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So for me personally, I'm going to go ahead and say this mom, would be it. <laughs> dad. Coworkers, I don't know. People who know me personally, no. I don't. I mean, this isn't going to get crazy, but I think we're broaching a subject that's a little bit more, well, yeah, personal. Um, mm-hmm. what's, it's, a little more racy. A little racy. We're going to have to mark this one as explicit, maybe. Maybe a little bit explicit. Which I always wonder, like, if people see explicit tag, do you think it makes them more likely to listen? I feel like Might probably. be a little bit more provoking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or provocative. Enticing. Mm-hmm. Enticing. I don't know whatever those words. So, um, we, I, we were talking and like in our, uh, how, what do you say? Our our intro. intro? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In our intro, we realized we mentioned that we talk about sex, but we haven't yet. <laughs> not in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We <laughs> talk about sex just off the mic. And so today, today's the day that yeah. we're going to start broaching that combo. Uh-huh. Um, so, about to it. Yeah, so hence the disclaimer to mom. Yeah, and it's not, this isn't going to be like uber inappropriate. No. It's just more of like, um, yeah, if you don't want to hear yeah. your daughter talking about some of these things, then you can tune out. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't really, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> my mom and I probably have had, like, my mm-hmm. mom and I talk a bit more about some of this stuff. So, if she and if she is listening, she's probably like, "Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah." I mean, I talk, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just weird to have a podcast that like your friends listen to. I That's think because or people you know, and so I'll have people like at work bring it up, which and I'm so grateful. Like it makes my day that people want to listen and are supportive. But I think in a dream mm-hmm. world, we've talked about how like we would record something and be totally anonymous and have like other yes. women listen to it, but instead, True. or even like knowing guys listen to. Oh, right. It's like Dream World would for me would be um this would be totally anonymous. Yeah. And the people that are listening would not be anyone I know. Well there's those girls I did you ever listen to that 
podcast, which is brilliant. What was it called? I forget. I stopped getting into it, but it was about the whole thing was about sex. Totally anonymous. Yeah, they're they're totally anonymous because they were one of them was married to like a pastor, and someone else. Mm -hmm. um, They're Christians, and they were like talking. I love the concept of the show. It was like basically to normalize conversations around sex and not make it be shameful or. yeah, just to be honest, but they were like married women talking about their experiences in the past, Super but they, anonymous. they didn't, yeah, they never shared who, but I couldn't figure out how to do that because how do you make like a, even like our, because how do you announce it initially and get like people interested in it? That to me was, you have to start like with your circle of friends. I don't know. They, I mean, obviously they didn't maybe, but anyways. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, we, we, I, we tried, I, I think that was our thought, but then we just, the more we got into it, we're like, there's no way to avoid it. Yeah, we and tried. We just, and unavoidable yeah so that being said mm-hmm. sexy sexy <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um well so friend what are like even when that comes up like kind of what are all the feelings like what are your thoughts things what do you want to say I can give a little bit of a background yeah part of it's yeah um so I grew up in the church and, um, as Christian and, um, you know, they talk about waiting till you're married to have sex. And like, I don't think I ever did any of those like super creepy, like promise things or like promise a pledge card. I didn't sign a pledge card. I don't think, um, I think I did. And we both went to Mariners. Maybe, maybe I forgot, forget about it. I, I, maybe I did, but yeah, I think, like, looking back, I can pinpoint some things that were maybe not brought about in the best way, but I also feel like it wasn't totally unhealthy, like, the way they talked mm-hmm. about it. But I can see how people think, like, you're, as a Christian, like, we're just blindly told to, like, follow this doctrine because mm-hmm. it's bad, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. But instead of, like, explaining maybe, like, why or, like, the, mm-hmm. we'll get into this later, but, like, the yes, it, like, what are the positives of that? Mm-hmm. Um, but I also remember, like, my, on my 15th birthday, my dad took me, like, my family was going to dinner for my birthday, but we drove together first and went to, mm-hmm. we were at Islands, and Did he, you get, like, the endless basket of French fries or the teriyaki burger? Probably, I always got the, like, the junior wave, I think, whatever oh. burger had, like, mayonnaise in it. Yeah. Yum. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember exactly the table we were sitting at, but he gave oh. me this ring that mm. I, I've mm. now worn for over half my life, and I used to wear it on that finger, but then it got, my ring finger but then people would be like are you married like when I was 17 um but and just talk I kind of forget a little bit what we talked about but just about like Mm -hmm. the value of waiting and that meant so much to me and my parents from a young age kind of explained um talked to me openly about sex and about the beauty of like expressing that in the context of marriage and like even um transparency about things that have made life difficult when things weren't always Mm -hmm. like yeah whatever but, so, that was something I had, like, set for myself, um, but I would say that I wish I had set well, the back. Well, also, like, what a great, like, education, mm-hmm. and, like, hearing it from your family. Yeah, I've always felt really great. Like, my parents, even though I know it was awkward and hard, how could it not be? But, like, um, they were forced to have a conversation with me a little bit earlier than they planned, because a neighbor girl told mm-hmm. me what sex was when I was in second grade, and they were like, cool, not ready for this conversation, but here we go. Um but yeah, I feel like they always, my mom was very much like, ask us questions. I remember, I remember questions I would ask her very young. Like mm-hmm. uh, she was probably like, Oh Lord, <laughs> what do I, what do I say? But so I was very grateful that if you guys are still listening, then thank you. <clears throat> but I think for whatever reason, I've been 
fortunate enough that I somehow made that like very strong line in the sand for that. So that to me, I just was like, I'm not going to cross this line. However, I wish I would have set that line a little bit lower because I think I, I really pushed the boundaries. And I think in a lot of ways, then it's just like technicality sort of, of like, okay, so I, I remember I haven't had sex, but like I've done a lot of other very close intimate things that, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not going to maybe totally get into that in this moment, but um, but I've learned a lot through that. And I think in those things, I've seen the value of like, of that decision of like, why then it feels so important for me to save something so, so sacred and intimate and bonding, um, for a completely safe context of the commitment of marriage. Like to me, it already has felt so like hurtful or, um, just like a ripping apart, like Mm -hmm. in relationships where that's been present, um, like more physical contact, um, and that's been my, that's just been my experience. And so I, yeah, but it's been something that it's very difficult. Like I, uh, I didn't think I'd still be single at 32 years old. Um, I wrote a, or my, I have a friend who writes for pop sugar and she had me write a post about like what it's like to be a 29 year old virgin. So that's three years ago because for a while people, I was like, kind of knew that about me and it wasn't that big of a deal but then as I got older and like friends mm-hmm. outside of the church like um because that was like growing up I went to a Christian college and then Portland like I all my friends were Christian so it wasn't weird that I mm-hmm. said I was waiting till marriage but then when you meet other people and they find out they'd be like you are a strange unicorn not in a good like you were or it would just like guys would freak out about it be like not believe me and be like what the heck and ask all kinds of inappropriate questions and so I felt like it became, I was like, oh, I guess I am kind of abnormal for that. Um, so it's, it's prompted a lot of conversation. So yeah, so I wrote a, there's a public article Blog. on the inner internets about me being a virgin, but it had good responses and I felt like, um, yeah, I think it was just, it's important. It's been important to wrestle through like what it looks like to be like a sensual person in um, trying to withhold certain things or like have boundaries or mm-hmm. um, yeah and how to just like constantly either read not redefine that but like recommit to that and try to hold fast to that um, in a culture that makes it pretty difficult mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah what about you <laughs> I just I have so many like other questions I would ask, but I know we're going to get to them. So I'm holding that. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to exercise my, I mean, you can, or, but I'm curious to hear. Yeah. Maybe I'll share and then we can go in. Yeah. We can go back. Yeah. So, um, I don't, yeah. Like I, began to learn from my parents like early on about I mean they would talk about it not in the same way that you your parents talked about mm-hmm. it with you um but I would say like I knew about it and um but a lot of like sexual things I learned from like in conversation with what they were like friends older siblings mm-hmm. um or like a lot of close friends had older siblings and so they were already kind of learning and figuring things out and so the conversation would come through the pipeline and 
and learning more that way, but also, yes, growing up going to church. Here, I, I remember, like, I did sign some fudge card. I think I was in sixth grade, and which um, is good. And I can't really remember. Maybe was that some, like, girls? Thing? I don't know. It's, I, my memory is so bad sometimes. I And I think I even, like, put it on my mirror in mm. my room. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, like, devoted and dedicated to this. Such a young age. I mean, it's such a young age. But in... Right. But needs to be having yeah like need that conversation needs to be had at that like age. younger and younger in mm-hmm. these generations so sad mm-hmm. <clears throat> whole nother topic um and then middle school came and I just remember um having <laughs> our health teacher oh yeah who <laughs> is I was also in aid for and she is like very involved in church she grew up going to um and she'd be like you are a present do not let anyone unwrap your butt or your package <laughs> and honestly at a public school at a public she school she somehow managed to oh, yeah, work her would. beliefs and she was oh she was hilarious and she was hilarious and she'd be like and I just she's like don't let anyone unwrap that bow um <laughs> still did she make you play with her hair and like scratch your back oh yeah because class? I wasn't only in her class but then I also aided like another yeah. year so she loved you I I'm cleaned sure. out her car mm-hmm. we stuffed um her daughter's Wedding invites for her in class. Oh my gosh. So smart. So great. Shout out to Mrs. Mole. Um, Okay. So anyway, yeah, those things like stay with me. I will say though, um, anything this was where I I was personally, I think being younger, I was pretty insecure. Um, And there are a lot, there's a lot that goes into that. And so, uh, yeah, I don't even really know what to go into, but I will say if that really affected then how I like felt in relationships, what I did in relationships, um, high school, college. And so for me, like sex came to be something that also was, became something kind of normal. Like people mm-hmm. talked about, people did, like there was me of like, oh, I know this is a big deal and don't want to do it. And I grew up in this way, but yet all these other people are doing it in mm-hmm. relationships and something that like, I think there's this idea that sex makes things more mature. Mm-hmm. And when you're younger too, like you want that or you think like your relationship is more mature because that, and I will say, um, so I am not a virgin. Um, and there is a, there is a veil that's lifted. Like there is a loss of innocence. Oh yeah, and um, I feel like I miss. I feel like there's something I'm missing out on in the world, like because yeah. I haven't like experienced that level. Mm. And it, and see, for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have then spent many years of like, um, because so I did have like sex, mm-hmm. and and then spending a lot of time, like then being like not having sex. Mm-hmm. And getting to, like, have that restoration of innocence brought Mm. back. And it was something so, something that meant so much to me. It was so, like, joyous um, and beautiful. And I'm not going to lie and say that all things with sex are bad. (laughs) Like, that's that's a hard part, right? Like, I, I think I have experienced the 
brokenness in of, of it, but I've also experienced where it does bring you so close to someone, mm-hmm. and when that that ripping apart, um, when it breaks, when that relationship ends, and yeah, it's painful. And I think just getting to see, I learned a lot through that time. Uh, there was a time of my life, particularly not like walking with God and. Um, and so I, I would say like, I learned more about like the yeses of what he invites us into and regarding like our sexuality, like being created as sexual people and, and, and then what that looks like in relationship with someone rather than, I think, and you mentioned this, like there can be just growing in the church, there can be a lot of no's you hear no and wait. Mm -hmm. And that also sets up a lot of like. I think mess things about like there's so much then power around being sexual yeah. or if you're not or like I can't be sensual or I can't feel that and if I start feeling something then I'm bad I'm like not close enough to God right now all these weird things or if I do have sex I'm doomed my relationship mm-hmm. is doomed forever and you know whatever or I've waited this whole time I'm a virgin this is so good and, like, then when I do have sex in marriage, then people are, sometimes it's not always great mm-hmm. right away. And they're, like, well, what it's the heck? conversation around that. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Like, and, and so that doesn't, waiting doesn't guarantee you this magical sex life. Yeah. Um, or at least not one right away. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, I appreciate, like, have come to learn just why, like, what it like what are the yeses like why it is so good what it is so beautiful what why it was set apart first I believe like designed for a marital like relationship and the freedom in that I think that's one thing that comes I like so look forward to is the freedom of when you're married to someone and then getting to like be fully expressed in that way and that Mm -hmm. commitment with one another and not like doing this so someone doesn't leave or the insecurity of like I've been so close to someone now what if they leave or etc or what if I leave and mm-hmm. I'm like the one that's out of and like breaking that up mm-hmm. and so I think also becoming okay with you mentioned this like being a, a sexual being like mm-hmm. we all are it is there and there can just be so many things of well do I not get to express that if I'm single and I'm not with someone or like what is it I don't know what does it mean that if I'm like sensual and I think for a lot of times I felt for a while I had to make up for that I I had had sex and so in my relationship in thinking of someone particularly like I was always just like very adamant about like upholding certain things and at times pretty rigidly and thinking like that's what would redeem Mm. what had happened like and and then that was not like right thinking or best thinking but that's where I was and that's where I was kind of the place in life I was at and how then in a lot of ways it was hurtful to him in the ways I went about doing that but um and it's not true like about grace and what it is and I think for some of us that do have a past of where we have had sex and that is not in line with now the ways in which we're trying to live and what we believe there can be a lot of shame or guilt Mm -hmm. carried around that and so 
um, and taking that then into our relationships. And, um, and so I think like, that's where the brokenness is, you know, like that's where it continues Mm -hmm. to like stay attached to you and not be, and that's not true. And I don't think that's God's like heart or desire for us either. So there's a whole lot of, without without rambling, that may have been a lot rambling, but there's a lot around it. Yeah. No, you did such a good job explaining, I don't know, just so many of the things that I've been thinking too. And yeah, about like to go back into a little bit um, more about like the yes or the reasons why, like to me personally, it was, it's, I would ideally like to wait and save as much of that stuff as possible for marriage is because yeah, it's like that feeling of like the insecurity or yeah, just wanting to be free. Like I want to fully express myself and be like safe and to feel, and it's such a, like a, it, it's such a awkward and vulnerable thing to engage mm-hmm. in anyways. And so it's like, you'd want to do that with someone that you're completely comfortable and safe with and know that they've got like, they're protecting you and protecting that space. And like, you can just share that the two of you and like, and my ideal situation is like, you're not bringing in stuff from other relationships or other past mm-hmm. things where it's like, you get to try things fresh with that person. Or like, I think just the act of being fully naked in front of someone is like such a, I don't know another word besides vulnerable, mm-hmm. but, and to have someone like take that all in, like it feels like such um, a gift to be able to give that to one person. And it's mm-hmm. a symbol of like, not just here's my body, but it's like, here's all of who I am. And yeah. I'm completely naked in front of you. And that's a picture of like how I want this relationship to be. Like I want my soul and my, my heart and my mind and my body to be completely open and be yours. And I don't want to give that to anybody else. Like I want that to be just for one person. And I, I want to protect, like trust you to protect it and to mm-hmm. keep me safe and to enjoy that and to like um, drink it in and not be, yeah. And to feel like so, cared for in that and feel so safe and so that's like what I'm so looking forward to in marriage and then getting to like experiment things and try things and Mm -hmm. like talk through it and like because it's not going to be I know it's not going to be great at first or maybe but maybe um, it will be you don't know but I think too like as you were saying I was also thinking like sex can cover up so many things and so in dating when that happens earlier like it, it can also keep you from, like, addressing things. Mm-hmm. And it's helpful in marriage for that reason. Yeah. At times of, like, you you, you, yeah, to bring you closer to, like, be able to kind of cover up certain things mm-hmm. or move forward, which I don't know. I'm not going to go into that. But mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, that, that can have its, like, flaws in dating and yeah. starting and getting to know someone and, like, why, like, keep you connected to someone that you're really – not wanting to stay connected mm-hmm. to um or from getting to know someone yeah and yeah I, I well it's a chemical I mean like the the release of oxytocin when so bonding you have an orgasm or like when you're close to someone and then it's yeah it's like the bonding chemical it's like the try mm-hmm. makes you feel safe and trust mm-hmm. like which is a chemical reaction and not to say yeah. that it's not beautiful and wonderful and that you might not have those things with that person anyways but I totally agree that it can create a false sense of like connection maybe to someone that you wouldn't normally want to attach yourself Mm -hmm. to and that I think is for me that right there is like the biggest issue I've seen in my dating life is um 
is physical actions with someone leading to like a longer drawn out situation than I maybe would have intended to. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that that's the only thing that kept me tied to a person, but it probably either initially attracted me to someone that I wouldn't have been otherwise I wouldn't have chosen or kept me in a situation longer than I would have normally. Yeah. Well, and even just you saying that, I know when since we were talking about it, it's like, how has that played out in dating? Like, how has this, your decision to want to wait played out in, yeah, who you date or how, mm-hmm. like, people's responses to you? Yeah, it's been a mix of, I'd say, there was one guy I dated in college where he felt very strongly about physical boundaries and had been very, like, pretty strict and rigid about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did keep us since I had those like ideas, ideally, like mm-hmm. because we were on the same page, it kept us from doing a lot of stuff. And then even though we had a couple breakups that were tough, he honestly was like one of the one boyfriends. Well, I don't, I've actually been able to stay friends with some of the guys I dated, but when we broke up eventually for good, we were immediately able to be friends. And like, I was so excited for him when he met his wife and, it just felt like we could still, I think that honestly made a little bit of a difference. Yeah. Also just the reality of, or the realization that he was not right for me, <laughs> but I, whereas in other cases, I think it's been a little bit messier mm-hmm. as far as the breaking apart, but I'd say typically in the guys I've seriously dated, it feels like I'm always the one that's kind of like trying to set the boundary or set, um, mm-hmm. uphold it. And it feels like it's really hard when you're not on the same page because it feels like you're being not the mom but like the, the well, it's hard the to dis- have to be the one to like deny someone yeah and it's not like I don't want to freaking do right. that stuff and of like course. the police yeah so then it's like I'm having to stop both of our like physical yeah. urges and be the one to be like which is it's so hard but I will say that guys have been respectful of it if that's not something that they had originally wanted or if they had done other stuff in the past um and they've stuck with that like or mm-hmm. or been respectful of at least that boundary but maybe not trying to like be much stronger than that, like mm-hmm. final line. Um, but then there's been guys that I've met who have said that that's a deal breaker for them and that um, they wouldn't be able to be with someone that doesn't want to have sex. And I completely get that. I mean, if that's not their, um, not a value, value of their, their beliefs, yeah. that then why would I expect why would them? You? Yeah, of course. Like mm-hmm. if you, if you're totally fine with having sex and wanting to like, be, have that level of intimacy with multiple people, then yeah, I wouldn't want to be with me either. <laughs> That'd be really hard. I don't, I, but I want to say that it's not impossible. Like it's not, and it's not forever. Yeah. Here's my other thing. <laughs> this is, you're going to have, it's not a lifetime mm-hmm. and it's not impossible. I sure hope not. <laughs> Lord, please. Yeah. Come please, on. please, please, please. Um, <sighs> No, you're yeah, not even going to invite, no, it's mm-hmm. not going to be like that. So, yeah, it's not, a, yeah, it's not a lifetime. There are other ways to be intimate, intimate with someone. And I think like explaining again, like making it not a no, like, like a rigid, like we can't, we can't do this. We can't do that. But it right. being like, no, let's like, look at how amazing it is to get to know each other in, I don't know, like just get to know each other first mm-hmm. without the physical stuff in the way. And then, like, build on that and have that be, like, a bonus that you get to add in later. And it's, like, a a sweet sign of, like, yeah, of intimacy. But, like, it doesn't have to be on this. But it's complimenting or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
that it's not sustaining the relationship. Um, yeah. And I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, similar in a sense of kind of responses, I've actually gotten to be pretty fortunate um, to date some guys that share that with mm-hmm. me. And that has been like a whole new world um, in a sense of like, it's so nice not to fight someone in that. Yeah. It's really nice to feel like you have a partner that is with you in it. And that has brought them like more freedom to me mm-hmm. to feel like, okay, rather than being, having to think so much about it. Um, and just so nice that like you both see, like value it in yeah. the same way. Yeah, yeah, and that has been great. And and that doesn't mean to say it's easy. And that doesn't mean to say like things like you don't get tempted to go past where you want them to go, Mm -hmm. or they don't like start slipping. I'm not saying that, but to then at least have another person that's like with you and that this is not the character of the relationship we want, Mm -hmm. like. Uh, or part of it and like what does it look like then to keep moving forward I think sometimes it can be hard for people to keep moving forward in that beginning which that's another conversation but um I and then having dated and seriously dated um so then that he you know if it was up to him we would have been sleeping together um and yet like really appreciating that he knew that that was something that was important to me. And um, although that it, at the same time was such a tension, like mm-hmm. was such a tension um, for us. And it was really hard. And it was hard to feel like someone, like just say, it's not because I don't love you or I'm not denying. I am not, I don't enjoy denying this, mm-hmm. but also like, can you see where I'm coming from? And, and you would, but it's just when someone isn't on the same page and value of that with you, it's it's, it's really tough. Yeah. It's a battle. And <clears throat> yes. Um, and then having dated some people where I came to learn, and I could tell with some people, like being able to put it out there earlier than later, being like, hey, you just need to know, like, I'm not going to be sleeping with you. Yeah. Um, that was a fun conversation. I tried to bring right. it up earlier than later, too. And then it's yeah. like, oh, okay. okay. And I think. And the reason why I won't get uh-huh. a call back. Right. <laughs> and I mean, I've had one person like question my sexuality, like mm-hmm. think then I'm like, are you a lesbian? Yeah, I found like, that before. Yeah. Definitely not. <laughs> um, not the situation. And, th- and then it's sad. I'm like, this does not make me asexual. Like, trust me, I'm quite the opposite. And, and so like, this is hard, but yet it's something good and it's something I treasure. And yet the, like, learning to put it out there and for people to have the opportunity to mm-hmm. say, like you said, it's something I'm okay with or it's not okay. Then I've also had someone be like, I've said it, and they'll be like, okay, yeah, I appreciate it, but they think it's a game. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> this is not a game. Like, I've also found that I, I personally, I don't think anyone's verbalized this to me, but I think there have been guys that want to be the one that, like, first. wins mm-hmm. that, like, of course – and so they think they can, like, talk me into it or – and then, yeah, the fear of, like, okay, so what if I did? And then you just – I mean, that would be the worst yeah. feeling ever. So 
I also thought of one other thing too, as far as like a reason for wanting to wait or like denying, like you were saying, like we are definitely sexual beings. Like it's definitely something that we desire and want. And we'll get into a little bit of like, well, what does it look like then to live in that tension? But mm-hmm. I think the act of just saying no to yourself for something mm-hmm. like you, we, as human beings, we can't say yes to everything that we want. And so there is a, um, power might not be the right word, but like a strength or, mm-hmm. um, yeah, a sense we'll of strength or com- good accomplishment us. of being able to have self-control, show self-control. Yes. And so I think I would hope that other people, like if a guy who doesn't understand or they're like, they don't agree with that, I at least would hope you'd appreciate the fact that like, I'm trying to withhold something to honor like a future husband. And so it'd be like in an affair situation, you know, like there's going to be times that you might be tempted to be Mm -hmm. like, I want to do this with someone else, but is that the best decision? Or I might want to eat this. Is that the best decision? Um, yeah, to execute yeah. self-control and the trust that comes with that. Yeah, so it's a bigger issue. It's not just like I'm just saying mm-hmm. no to sex. It's like I'm trying to just put down or to say no to something that I might that I know might not be beneficial to me in this stage of life or in this um, relationship or whatever it might be because I'm saying yes to something greater, mm-hmm. and that's really hard. I mean, that's yeah. still a hard. We as humans, like we have to do that in a lot of areas, whether it's exercise or eating or say putting like boundaries in relationships or whatnot and so to me this is just another area or like drinking like for me I have to take a break from drinking every now and then to make sure I feel like I have control over that it does it's not something that has control over me and so while I haven't been perfect about physical stuff by any means there is something that feels like you know to and whether it's a decision you made like you can always recommit that decision decision you know like it's so we all make mistakes. We all do things maybe we wish we didn't, but to recommit and be like, no, I'm moving forward. I'm going to try to um, like not put myself in this situation or I'm not going to reach out to this person or I'm going to say no when I want to say yes really badly. Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel confident that I can say no to other things in my life too Yeah, that yes. aren't good for me. That's so well said. But It's very well said. I think, yeah, we have freedom to do a lot of things but not everything is good for us. Yep. And um, and it does. It is saying yes to something so much bigger and to not sacrifice or jeopardize in the moment what an urge is or what you may want for mm-hmm. something. Um, that is good. And I think such a big part of being able to exercise self-control um, for the sake of, like, one, what where for me, like, I believe God is asking me to, um, and saying yes to him, but also for like my husband and to build and love to love him and to, because we do bring these things into our marriage Mm -hmm. and, um, and to like to honor him in that and to honor my marriage and to also, I think it builds trust like when you are mm-hmm. traveling or whatnot or people are on business trips etc and um, there are some crazy things that go on um, and yeah I think to know like oh if even we've wanted to do that so badly in the midst of temptation we can like say no mm-hmm. and 
when those temptations arise in other situations to be able to then trust that the other person hopefully can as well. Yeah. Sammy, thanks. Yeah, that's good. Um, I don't fully know. I think it's almost been an hour, but I do want to, <clears throat> well, maybe not quite yet. Um, oh, to, like to, now? To, yeah, so what is it like to live as sensual, sensual single single women yeah yeah we were in t- <laughs> yes it's a real thing and <laughs> like how do you direct that energy yeah there's a lot of energy mm-hmm. and also like how do you allow like embrace that that part of you mm-hmm. and allow like what are other avenues for that so we've mm-hmm. talked like some of that is even what I mean, we both love spin. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm like, it is this place where I feel like you're, like, I go to, like, a studio where there's fun music and mm-hmm. it's hot Everyone's in the room. In Everyone's in sync, so you're in, like, rhythm together. So there's something about, like, you're sweating together. You're in usually, like, tighter clothing. You can wear whatever you want, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and, like... It's you're singing music and you're happy and moving in rhythm, like being connected mm-hmm. to all these people. And oh my gosh, it's my absolute favorite. Literally, I, it's like this free. I I, yeah. I I love it. No, I feel so sexy when I'm oh, in yeah. spin, and there's something I always like take my shirt off at one point. Like, and there's and I love that like all the women there. There's just all different body types and like people, but you feel like strong and empowered together, yes. and like you're everyone's accepting like. You're there because you're all pushing your bodies and, like, trying to better yourselves together. And, like, to look down into your stomach, like, drenched in sweat and, like, I don't know. There's just (laughs) something about it that feels like I'm working my body. And, yeah, I'm just – it's yeah, it is very sensual. It is. That's it. And and it feels, like, free. Like, that's an okay place to do Mm -hmm. it. Like, I'm not doing it here to, like, lure anyone. Right. Or, like, Mm -hmm. someone's trying to – it's not this hookup place. Like, it's just this place you get to show up and, like, be. Yeah, no one's really looking at each other. Like Yeah. And it's darker. (laughs) Um, That – and then another thing we were talking about was just, like, even, like, coming together with other people and, like, cooking and Mm -hmm. meals and, like, a glass of wine. Like, those Mm – I don't know, food and wine, like, so sensual. Yeah. And, and conversations and, like, with a beautiful like, surrounding. Like, yeah. I even just love sitting on our patio and, mm-hmm. like, when the air is, like, really nice outside. Mm-hmm. And I think just engaging your senses and then the ability to recognize those essential things so you're realizing that it, um, that there are other ways to express, like, yes. all the central parts of you and not just, like, through sex or through physical intimacy with someone, which I get is a very different thing and that brings right. about different feelings. Um I do want to say really quick on the on the flip side, of, um, recognizing like the, the hard part or the negative part of that for me. Like I, I'll be honest in that I have moments where I, I'm very angry or I feel mm-hmm. very frustrated and it feels unfair almost. Like why do I, why do I have to wait? Keep waiting? Like there's, I mean there was like a time last week where my I haven't felt like or no yeah it was last week mm-hmm. where my body felt so frustrated. Like that sounds awkward, but like it just physically felt. Like, I want there to be a release for this. Like, it's not fair. Like, I people who are married and get to do this and 
um, you have that freedom and it's like, well, how long am I going to have to wait? Like I've been waiting a long time and I yeah. would like to experience that. And so, and it does it to me in that moment, I wouldn't have been like, great, I'm going to go to a spin class and feel better about it. But, no. but I think those, but to balance those then of like, to let your, yourself, like, but I think you bring up a good point. Part of it is like to be able to be honest. Mm-hmm. And some of that like is letting yourself like feel all of that and, mm-hmm. and like cry out in that and be angry and grieve that. Like, yeah, yeah it is hard. And we're not offering like fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are different things that you can engage in um, and expressions or like even getting a massage, not like a creepy, like happy ending massage, but you know, like, like yeah. a regular, um, like we need touch. We need like physical touch. Mm-hmm. Um, going out dancing. Going out dancing. Oh my that, gosh. So good. Like yeah. getting it out. Mm-hmm. Um, going swimming in the ocean. Does yes. it, it's like one thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Taking a bath. Mm-hmm. But there's also the reality of it is hard. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes it's harder than other times, and um, yeah. and I just really appreciated you in the email saying that. But last week, like being so honest and being able to like share that and cry out in that because we, it's hard. Yeah, yeah, it's not always easy, but I, I'm glad. I think one thing I'm really grateful for is that we've seen in our group of friends and our church and stuff like that have gotten to a point where we've removed a lot of like the shame around the mm-hmm. topic and around um, whether it's shame or guilt for our past or the feel like feeling restrained in our sexuality and who we are, like that we have to totally suppress it and we can't express it in other ways. And I think mm-hmm. there is so much freedom and beauty in acknowledging um, what a real part, like a huge part of our lives that is and our beings and being aware of like the way culture influences us or our friends or just like conversations with people or like how other people live their lives and still choosing to like maintain a position on it. But then at the same time, um, yeah, like we're, we're not, not like condemning that, like, cause I think it can have so much darkness around it, but like we still like choosing to still see it as such a beautiful thing and celebrating yeah. that and like I think in the way that we're saying we try to say no to it is like honoring it that much more and saying it's like because we know how beautiful and amazing it is and how it's created for this incredible purpose and and we want to experience that in its fullness yeah and I think even more of like not saying no I just try and think of it as like it's an invitation that I'm saying yes to mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like the way that that's framed in my mind and it's like such a good yes yes um and and it's a good it's a yes that also as much where at times my body can feel deprived it's a yes that like is giving so much to my body and is actually really honoring it Mm. and um and that I'm so thankful for because also having experienced that on the flip side and so um yeah I I just think like thankful for the invitation and thankful Mm -hmm. for the yes and I think thankful being part of a community and friends that, like you said, it's not denying. It. Mm-hmm. It's not like I have to pretend that these things aren't there or dismiss or shut it down. Um, I think 
the church as a whole can either do that where we have to like deny that we have anything like that Mm because it's bad or like culturally you have to be like fully sexual you know it's like there's these (laughs) extremes um and so yeah just thankful like being in a space that I don't have to be in either of those Mm -hmm. because I wouldn't agree with either one right and I'm thankful for you and the relationship and conversations we have around this and just that we can like keep each other accountable for certain mm-hmm. things and come to each other with a lot of honest feelings and thoughts mm-hmm. and then encouragement to for each other and that um yeah because I think that yeah that's rare to find people who are on the same page as you yeah. and I think people well-meaning friends can have other like I don't know solutions or words yeah. for you and like the fact that we're on the same page similar to how like if you're in a relationship with someone who's on the same page it just makes it easier to walk that journey together and so and I don't think this is a journey to walk you can walk alone like this has to be done with another person I mean I think it's not just us we have other friends too but but like needing to be reminded by the other by friends of why being supported being encouraged being accountability is big like Mm -hmm. (laughs) anytime if anything anything physical (laughs) like remotely happens whether I like kiss or make out like Sarah will get a will be notified and she will be notified of every detail that happens and you guys I know that sounds so crazy but for me I know like if I keep it silent or like a secret then it becomes like this hold on me like shame and so I will not like it's a place I refuse to let happen I just remember recalling an instance I think we were like in Whole Foods for many pavilions and we were like walking around trying to get stuff and you were like so intent on telling me everything you're like and you touched my butt and (laughs) (laughs) or like it was something, like, very, like, it was, I mean, it was, like, over the shirt or whatever, and I was, like, (laughs) you really are sharing, I mean, I don't care, I love it, but I was just, like, I love, like, your, your innocent spirit of, like, or your earnest spirit of, like, wanting to be, like, no, this is what I've committed to, I'm going to tell you everything. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you all the details. Yeah. So, Sarah gladly gets to listen to, but it is also helpful when I know Mm. I'm going to be saying those out loud, or those things that I feel okay with saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, I tell you mostly everything. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to guys that I've. <laughs> you know, people, no. if you're listening and you're like, really, Kaylee? <laughs> really? Um, yeah. Yep, really. Well, so that's do, probably it. How I, do we want to end this? I don't know. Um, I'm just so curious, like, what other people's experiences are, or like, what questions they mm-hmm. have, or like, where they fall. We know everyone does not align with. Totally. What do you think? Whether you're Christian, not Christian, mm-hmm. anywhere in between, I don't know. But yeah, I don't really know how to end. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what other where other people fall. Yeah, yeah. We'll post this in the Facebook group, um, which I think we decided, um, and I'm going to talk to my my friend about this, but that we're going to possibly keep it all girls in the Facebook oh, yeah. group. Maybe um, I don't know. Part of me is, like, I don't mind inviting other people into conversations, but I also want it to feel like a safe space where, I don't know. I haven't decided. Maybe people can weigh in on that of how they feel, but I just would assume that some people might feel more comfortable, comfortable with sharing. all women. Yeah, in the private Facebook mm-hmm. group. But, um, yeah, you can let us know. Yeah. Do you have any last... Um, I'm trying to think of, like, a... I just keep thinking of the Instagram video we saw last night where she goes like 
ouchie, ouchie, ouchie. Yeah. Stuff it down. down. Sounds, yeah, Keep it light. <laughs> there's this comedian and my roommate Morgan shared this video with us. It's about like denying all your, it's like, it's like suppress all your feelings and like, cause they're painful. And so it's a song that she does and it's just really funny. It's like, really tell funny. me what hurts and points to your heart. Ouchie, ouchie, ouchie. <laughs> Stuff it, it down. down. And then later it's like, keep it light. <laughs> That's okay, what I'm, I do. I'm numb. I'm great. <laughs> I'm not supporting that, but it's really funny. I felt that way at times. Oh yeah. Like, can I just not have can any emotions? I feel right like, now? That'd That's be great. great. I like it. And with that. And here's to living life fully in our emotions yes. and in our bodies. Mm. Being connected. Being connected. We went on a hike this morning. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I'm going to do today that's engaging life. I'll be by the beach later. Yeah. Um, a hike would be really great. The smoothie was kind of nice. It was really good. I mm-hmm. tasted it. Good job. Yeah. I really liked it. Okay. All right. Well. Off with our day. Yep. Have a great Bye, friends. Bye. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Bye. Bye.